Merry Christmas. Welcome to RequestCast, the request-based podcast. I'm Lewis North Pole Powell. And I'm Ben Rudolph Heaton. And we're here to say, ho, 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 Merry Christmas 2013, everyone. An anonymous requester has requested that we post a 2013 Christmas podcast extremely prematurely. So welcome to our 2013 Christmas extravaganza. We have a lot of special guests lined up for you. (laughs) There's a thing, Ben, in improv. I don't remember what it's called. It's something like selling out your scene partner or something like that. (laughs) Maybe pimping out your scene partner, where you throw out a suggestion that they're going to have to go with. Like something that they can't actually deliver on. Yes. And then the comedy comes from the fact that it is unplanned and they had no idea that they were going to have to do a bunch of silly voices this episode. In other words, Ben, what I'm saying is you are the special guests. I think we have no special guests. Do you celebrate Christmas normally? I do. I do not. In fact, even though it was 12 months ago, I celebrated my first Christmas back in December of 2012. What do you think of it? It was interesting. It was a lot like Thanksgiving, but with more Jesus, uh, not Jesus, Santa imagery. I guess some people's Christmas probably has more Jesus imagery, but I was at a place where it was mostly Santa. Yeah, I celebrate more on the Santa side myself. Well, Ben, why don't you tell me what your favorite thing in November was? That's what I like to do as we approach the Christmas season is think about how my November went. How did yours go? The thing I liked about November, aside from Thanksgiving, of course, was getting to hear all the Christmas music on the radio everywhere, constantly. That's your favorite part of November is the Christmas music on the radio. It's useful as kind of a ramp up to Christmas, spending several months hearing it everywhere. I guess I'd prefer if there was Thanksgiving music that could sort of play us out of Thanksgiving. Alice's Restaurant is kind of a traditional Thanksgiving song. The Alice's Restaurant Massacre by Arlo Guthrie? Yeah. It's a Thanksgiving song. Traditionally, yeah. (laughs) I'm not actually sure why it's Thanksgiving related, but it's traditionally when it is played. That sounds accurate. There is a Thanksgiving dinner mentioned, but that's far from the point of the song. Finding songs that mention Thanksgiving is a bit of a challenge on its own. Much easier is finding songs that mention California or specific places in California, I have found. If California were a time of year, that would be a useful thing. Can we switch out celebrating Christmas for celebrating California? That is the right-wing war on Christmas nightmare, isn't it? (laughs) It's actually not far removed from how I see Christmas, though, since I tend to spend it in California with my family. The two are kind of linked. Do you guys open presents on Christmas? That's actually an interesting thing, when people open presents, because some people do that on Christmas Eve. So I'm an impatient person, so I can sympathize, but frankly that just on the face of it sounds like the wrong time. Yeah, I agree, but... Christmas Eve isn't the holiday. It's kind of a holiday. Do you open your birthday presents the day before your birthday? I do not. Do you open your Valentine's gifts the day before Valentine's Day? Of course not. Do you put on a costume the day before Halloween? Yes, but that's for personal reasons. Okay, so what's what's to be said apart from impatience in favor of opening the gifts on Christmas Eve? Well, it's not a tradition that I myself subscribe to. I, I gather it's mainly a Scandinavian thing. Okay, I think maybe the Scandinavians are thinking about gift giving wrong. In fact, Christmas Eve is clearly the third best of the times that people open Christmas presents. The best is on Christmas to celebrate the holiday. Of course. Followed by the places in Europe and some people who do it here, where they open it on King's Day, 12 days after Christmas, which is when the wise men came and gave presents to baby Jesus in the story. That has some good support in the story of the wise men, but it seems like a long time to wait. Do you have the gifts just sitting under your tree all that time? Well, I don't know. Probably some of them are under the tree the whole time. If you're going to do the 12 days thing, I think opening one thing a day would work well. Kind of a Hanukkah feel. Yeah. I mean, I haven't done Hanukkah like that since I was in high school. 
Right. I, I realize Hanukkah isn't actually that big of a progressive gift-giving thing, but that's often how it's seen. For some people it is. It's just, we exchange Hanukkah gifts over Thanksgiving break, because that's when we're all in the same place, and it's usually pretty close. Or, sometimes I'm a jerk and forget to give my brother something, because he can be difficult to gift select for, because he doesn't like owning things. And so, then sometimes it takes me like four months. He doesn't like things in general? Did he give him experiences? I think, in general, the fact that something would be a possession he'd have to carry around with him weighs against him wanting it. It doesn't always win. He does own things. He's not a, a ascetic. What is that how you pronounce it? A-S-C-E-I? Sure. Like the acid. Yeah, yeah. He didn't take a vow of poverty. He just, he's not a pack rat. But he isn't completely divested of attachment to the material. Right. He has not attained the fourfold, was it the eightfold path? Yeah. He has not achieved nirvana yet, as far as I know. So this is a multicultural holiday special that we're doing. Any holiday special can deal with Hanukkah as well as Christmas, but we're also getting into our vague ideas of what Buddhism might be. I have very specific ideas of what Buddhism might be. They're just not accurate. <laughs> it's different from vague ideas. Oh, look, it is the ghost of Christmas future at the door. Ooh, let him in and see if he has a Christmas message for us. I hope that sounded like a door opening. I'll fix it in post. Hello, good friend ghost of Christmas future. Ben, he's just pointing at you angrily. I think that's his way of saying hello though, right? Yeah, I'll wave back to him. He's still pointing. Did I do something wrong? Have I offended Christmas future? Is he warning us of some time paradox? <laughs> Perhaps he's worried because... Our Christmas 2013 special is so premature. It's going to be awkward if one of us dies before the actual Christmas. That's pretty morbid, Ben. Well, we are dealing with this morbid-looking Christmas ghost. The ghost of Christmas future is not like Christmas future used to walk around and then Christmas future died, and so now he's, a, <laughs> he's not that kind of ghost. Are you sure? I'm, I'm pretty sure. I think now is the time in our Christmas special when Ben is going to share his eggnog recipe. My eggnog recipe is to go to a store and buy some pre-made eggnog. It tastes good. What type of eggnog do you buy? I don't have brand loyalty. I don't think I've ever had eggnog. Is it, is it any good? It, it's kind of an acquired taste. By which I mean it's not good, but people like it anyway. <laughs> the thing I don't understand about acquired tastes, I understand once a bunch of people like them, how they peer pressure other people into acquiring the taste. What I don't understand is how it got started in the first place. How did the first person make it past the initial series of unpleasant experiences and still be like, oh, I'll just keep eating this? Well, it could be that Spy made a whole bunch of it at once, tried some, didn't like it, but they still had all around and money was tight, so they just kept at it. Maybe. A lot of the popularity of eggnog now comes from just it being associated with Christmas. It's what you drink. That's cheating. Also, I gather that people often put alcohol into it. I don't drink myself, but that is kind of a major eggnog thing. Wait, it's not always- I thought the nog was alcoholic. I thought that's what nog was. I'm not sure. I, I don't actually know what the nog in the name means. And the egg part is pretty clear. Wouldn't it be great if like we looked it up later and it turned out that the egg came from a different word entirely? It's like egg cream, which doesn't have any egg or cream in it. What? Yeah, look it up. I, well, I will later. Yeah. So what are some of your other favorite Christmas traditions, Ben, that we should take care of on this wonderful day in December 2013, when hopefully neither of us has died? I really like walking around and looking at Christmas lights. Do you ever do that? Is it exactly what I'm imagining? I don't know. Well, you have seen Christmas lights before, right? 
Yes, I, I, what I'm wondering is, are there particular neighborhoods that have like interesting light displays or is it just like, look at all this electricity we're using? Like what's the... Really just any residential area is often useful for that, but there do tend to be some neighborhoods where people go all out, like lining the streets with particular patterns on lampposts, that sort of thing. I want to say I didn't go into this episode planning to be the Scrooge figure. That wasn't my plan, even though I'm now like, Christmas lights, grr, who cares about eggnog, yeah! <laughs> Are you against Christmas lights? No, I just don't care about them, I guess. But they look nice, and they're an expression of- They're an expression of what? What are they an expression of? They're an expression of household creativity. No two Christmas light displays are the same. They're like snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, We're being very rude to the ghost of Christmas future who is still standing in our doorway pointing at you. Yeah, I'm actually kind of concerned about that. Well, did you give him his present? Are you supposed to give ghosts presents on Christmas? It's polite. Yeah, but he's insubstantial. Wouldn't a present just pass through his hands? Perhaps it needs to be one of those abstract presents that people give at the ends of Christmas specials. And where the real present is togetherness? Yeah, or like the gift of friendship, or an immaterial scythe that it can use to pretend it's more of a Grim Reaper. It doesn't already have a scythe? I don't remember. It's been a really long time since I read or watched uh, Christmas Carol. How about a Muppet Christmas Carol? Was there a scythe in that? <laughs> no scythe. I think maybe a scythe would be a good gift. Do you have a spare immaterial scythe that you could give him? Yeah, it's Christmas. Sure, I'll give him my immaterial scythe. I guess that makes the moral of this Christmas special something about sharing. I think we've all learned a lot this Christmas. Ben, I'm glad that I'm celebrating Christmas 2013 on a podcast with you in February 2013. I can think of no better way to celebrate. And thanks to our listeners for joining us on this very special Christmas day. Have a merry evening. And a happy... March? Sure. Requestcast is powered by the requests of listeners like you. You can send us your requests on the web at podcast.requestcomics.com.